Well, good evening, everybody. I um, tonight have decided to come and do something <laughs> a little bit different than normal, a little bit different from what I traditionally would do. Um, I just decided to come tonight and um, be unscripted and probably even a little bit unhinged, if if that's okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've just uh, lately had some things that were really uh, kind of weighing on my heart a little bit. And every time I've I, I thought about sort of writing down the notes and then coming um, on air to encourage you with them, it just didn't seem right. It just seemed uh, like God was really wanting me just to just to really come um, on the air and just just to kind of uh, speak from the heart. And so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to do uh, this evening, and I hope you take it. Uh, as it's meant as a as an encouragement you know on average um on outpost 127 we have about 30 or 40 of you who listen to this podcast regularly and i just i really really want to thank you for that um when when i began outpost 127 i knew really that the subject matter would probably have a pretty limited audience from from the beginning um it's a it's a targeted subject matter it's it's to encourage those of you who are standing firm on the front lines of gospel ministry and so i knew that uh, there was only going to be a number of kind of a smaller number of people that would probably be listening regularly but those of you who have been listening i hope that you are encouraged by um, the the conversations that we've had with with various um, interviews and just some of the commentary that I've I've had um, at, at times, and so I'm just really feeling like I want to just talk to you this evening. So if you're if you're listening to this, um, please know that God has put you on my heart, and you are not here um, by chance, by accident. You are here for a purpose today, tonight. I, I, so I just want you to to please settle in and just listen uh, to what I what I want to encourage you were, uh, with. I think that you know by now, I hope you know by now, that I have a, a passion, a real, real passion to see each one of us encouraged and strengthened in our Matthew 28 mission. I am so passionate, sometimes even overwhelmed by the goodness of, of, of Jesus who saved me uh, at the age of 30. And, and I, I just still don't understand why to this day that he chose me, but he, but he saved me. And and then as he saved in me, as, and as my life really, really changed, he just began to put in me this hunger, this drive, this, this, this understanding of Matthew 28 to go make disciples of all nations. And, and, and it just overwhelms me at times. And so um, that's what I know that I'm about. That's what I know I'm wired for. And, and that's what I know that I'm here to encourage others in their own Matthew 28 mission. A, a number of years ago, um, the pa my, my pastor, Pastor Jeff Harris with, with Grace Point Church here in San Antonio, he, he said something from the pulpit and and I was sort of new in my faith, and I was I was just sitting there and absorbing everything. And he said that we don't go to church, that we are the church. And I had never heard that before. I mean, honestly, I just never had heard that before. And it just radically changed everything. It, it, it helped me understand that I had been created for uh, a purpose. And now, for the first time in my life, at the age of 30, when Jesus chose me, I now understood my purpose in life. You know, when people say, I just don't know what my purpose is in life, I always tell them now, are, are you a follower of Christ? And they'll say, well, yeah, I you know, love Jesus. 
And then I said, but you have a purpose. You know what your purpose, your purpose is to go make disciples of all nations. Like that's the last command that Jesus gave us before he, he left this earth. He said to go and, and make disciples of all nations. And that's what we're called to do. And I understand that we wrestle a lot of times where, with like, where am I supposed to do that? I mean, I'm a teacher. Can I make disciples of all nations being a teacher? And the answer is yes. Uh, some people will say, I'm a mechanic. Can I make disciples of all nations by being a mechanic? The answer is yes. But then somewhere along the way, we we begin to kind of forget about that. Or even worse, we're told by other people around us, even Christians sometimes we're told that your ministry and your purpose and what you're doing as a teacher or what you're doing as a mechanic, just it doesn't really... I don't know how to put this. It doesn't measure up to the same level as other ministries. And maybe we're not just told that flat out, but it's sort of alluded to that. Like if you were, um, if you were to go and join your church's um, teaching group and you started teaching a Bible study through your church, well, that like that would be a holy calling, but being a missionary while you're a mechanic, well, that's just, you know, that's just your work. And for some reason, the world likes to try to separate us out and, and the secular from the sacred. And there's just no such thing in God's economy. And so I've recognized that and I've embraced that. And, and I, again, I want to encourage you with that. Last night, by the grace of God, I, I got a new, a new friend and, and um, I was meeting with, with him and, um, and he's a new follower of Christ. And I just love his heart. I love his passion. I love how he's beginning to learn. It reminds me of, of kind of my early followings with Christ 20 years ago. And he's, he's a new follower of Christ, but he's also a successful businessman. And so I told him last night that, um, that he's a Jesus follower now. And he also has this company that's pretty successful across the country. And the combination of his business sense, his wisdom in business, and now a heart for Jesus makes him really, really powerful and effective potentially for the kingdom of God. And I, and I think he maybe had heard that last night for the very first time and hadn't really processed that before. Like, like what I was not telling him is you need to go quit your business. You need to go sell off your business and you know, you need to become a monk or a missionary or, and, and of course, if, if God is calling him to do that at some point, and that's what he decides to do, i would never want to get in the way of the calling that God has on individual people's lives. But the reality is, is that he can still be a, a, a carrier of the gospel in this business. In fact, he can still, he can even be more effective in his business dealings around the country. Now that he's a follower for Christ, it takes some courage. It will take courage to open up and say, I'm now a follower of Jesus. And, and I want you to understand that I'm de dedicating and committing my business to a Jesus calling. Those kinds of things will, you know, can come over time, but the reality is, is that he can be an incredible ambassador for the kingdom, an incredible missionary for the gospel in what he's doing now. And, and instead of coming to him to say, wow, you know, praise God that you're now a new follower of Christ. And, you know, are you involved in church? And are you, you know, are you, you know, someday going to teach Sunday school and are you going to, and those things are great. I'm not saying that they're not, and he may be called into that, but, but what I want to do, encourage him right now is to say, Oh my goodness, this combination of your business and now your following of Christ, like I said, can just be this incredibly powerful thing for kingdom work. And so I believe in you. 
I believe in the work that you're doing, no matter where God has called you to do, do it. And, and, and it doesn't matter to me, those that have come around you to say, even friends and family, close friends and family that have maybe come around you to say, well, you know, that's really great that you're doing this, but maybe you should consider maybe you know, doing something bigger for the kingdom. I just want to encourage you today that you are doing big things for the kingdom if you're standing firm for the faith of the gospel, no matter where you are. You know, some people believe and put all of their trust and all their passion and energy into organizational church. I have told y'all, I was a pastor um, for a number of, of years, uh, 12, 13 years. And so I, during that time, that was my calling. And, and I did put all my energy and my passion into the organizational church. Others put their, their passion and energy into mission trips. And still other people, they put their energy and their um, pa passion into street evangelism. My purpose, my Matthew 28 passion, though, is to encourage you. And in some cases, and I actually think in many cases, my calling, my Matthew 28 calling is to actually help prop you up. Those of you on the front lines of the gospel ministry, those uh, of you on the, on the frontier, that's what Outpost 127 is all about. Outpost 127 is being the church in this broken world. Outpost 127 is a detachment sent into the mission field. It is working on the front lines, encouraging you to stand firm for the faith of the gospel. We are being the church. We are being missionaries. We are doing evangelism. It's all of those things. And I can do it right here um, through, the, through the power of a microphone, through the power of a broadcast. I, I can do it by talking to my friends, my neighbors, my coworkers, my own team. Now, some of you have probably wondered a little bit about what I do. I mean, I, I'm encouraging everybody out there. And some of you may think, well, okay, is Greg, is this what you do full time? <laughs> and you've alluded to the fact that, you know, you did pastor a church uh, for, for a time. So what do you do? Well, actually, I think I've shared this with you, but for the last 23 years, I've worked for the San Antonio Water System here in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio Water System is our public water utility here in San Antonio. It's actually one of the largest water utilities in the entire nation. And I've worked there for 23 years uh, in the external affairs department, and I am the external affairs manager uh, for the San Antonio Water System. And it's an, it's an absolute honor to have this position. So how have I actually used this position to help further advance kingdom matters. I mean, I'm, am, I, am I just sitting here on this microphone tonight encouraging and talking and talking a good, good game, but I'm not actually living it out? Well, I, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not perfect, but I have an opportunity in the work that I get to do every single day. And I say get to do because God has allowed me to do this work. I actually run, um, one of the things I do is I run the affordability program for, uh, for the San Antonio water system. Now, this is a program that helps low-income families in San Antonio to be able to afford their water bills. When they just can't afford their water bills, they come to our team, to our program, and they're able to actually get some financial assistance to help them be able to pay their water bills, to keep their water turned on. You talk about an incredible honor. 
how blessed I feel to be able to be the manager of that, to lead that team, to be able to have crafted that program and put it together and, and share the story in the community and, and try to free up quicker opportunities for, for the citizens of San Antonio to be able to get that assistance faster so we don't put more burden on them. And at the same time, to minister to my team who is ministering to those, really, they, they really are ministering, right, to those in the community. In, in the days when they're down and they hear the sad stories of, of our neighbors who are suffering because their water's not turned on from the elderly. And I get this opportunity to come alongside them and encourage them and, and in a lot of cases, prop them up. I mean, I get to do that every single day. And that is actually being in kingdom work right here, right now. It's like, it's not like I have to just like leave the San Antonio water system and then go do ministry. I'm, I, I'm able to do that right here. And right now, this is where God has me. And I don't know that God's going to have me here, you know, for the next 20 years. I, I don't know what the plan is. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I seek God and I want to know what he, where he wants to move me and where he wants to put me and where he wants to use me. But for this season, at least it's been for 23 years season, right? He's using me in this place to what I believe to really impact others. My team told me yesterday in another program that we, that we run, it's a, it's a, it's a, a we, we also have a, a, an education team that, that works with teachers and, and students in the community. And I get to oversee that team as well. And we have this really great leadership program that we run for teachers in our community because teachers in our community, they are in the front lines of, of really leadership positions in, in San Antonio, really in any community. And I believe so much in our teachers. My mom, my dad were both teachers. My wife is currently a public school teacher. I believe in, in teachers and the work that they do in, in leadership. And yet our teachers today are so tired and worn out and just ready to give in. And I just asked the question a couple of years ago, to my wife, who is pouring into you? And her, you know, her response was, well, the school gives us, you know, different trainings and things of how to handle certain things in our classroom. And I said, no, 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 but who's pouring into you? Who's pouring leadership into you? And she didn't have an answer. She, nobody was pouring leadership into her. And so as God typically does with me, he sort of just whispered in my ear and he said, well, Greg, you need to do something about that. And so we started actually a a leadership development encouragement um, program for local teachers out of the San Antonio water system. And of course, we have a lot of science teachers that come to this, but every single one of them, they look beaten and down and burdened. And every month for the last number of years that we've been doing this, they come to this, this opportunity that we have every month just to be poured into, just to have leadership poured into. The thing is, is that that is a sacred holy, <laughs> um, gospel ministry that I get to do because God has allowed me to be in this place to do that. And yes, I could have just said a couple of years ago, you know, this is the San Antonio water system and I work here and I have to just do my external affairs work and I have to leave Jesus out of it. And I have to leave God and I have to leave ministry out of it. I just have to leave, but there's no way. There's no way. And this is what people a lot of times don't understand is that as a follower of Christ, I'm in Christ. Christ is in me. It, it just, this is an overflow of who I am. This is how I lead. Encouragement is not something that like I have to really work at. And I'm not bragging about that. I don't have to work at it because it's just simply an extension of Christ in me. It's who I am. And this is how he's wired me. And so I, I tell you all that to give you 
examples of, of how wherever you are, God has placed you and you have these opportunities to say, God, what would you have me do here for the season that you have me working here? How would you like to see me pour into other people and love other people and minister to other people and see the kingdom grow and expanded his kingdom for his glory, not for ours. And look, I know you go through days and you wonder if you're really making any kind of impact in the kingdom in the work that you do. I know you do. I know you feel that way. Why do I know you feel that way? Because that's exactly the way that I have been feeling for years and years and years. I'm sure you feel like a misfit. I bet you feel lonely. My guess is you feel very misunderstood. Now, I could be wrong. I am simply saying those things because that's how I feel. Most of the time, I feel like a misfit. Most of the time, I am lonely. Lonely in terms of I'm having a real difficult time explaining what is rumbling in my head, what's rumbling in my heart, what God has is, is kind of asked me to do or the vision that he gives me because he, 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 he gives me this vision of, of the way that the world could be in his kingdom for him. I got a lot of love in my heart. And again, I'm not, I'm not bragging. I just have a lot of love in my heart because he's loved me so much. And so, you know, I, I just want to, for the remainder of, of the time that God gives me here on planet earth, I just want to live out that Matthew 28 calling, but it's hard some days when I feel lonely and I feel like a misfit and I feel misunderstood. And I know that if you're feeling the same way, that this, this opportunity right now that you're listening to, hopefully it's an encouragement for you. Hopefully that some of you right now are thinking to yourselves, you know what? I just, I think I'm ready to give in. I'm ready to give up. Maybe I'm ready to move on. Maybe I'm ready to, to move to something bigger and greater because my life needs to stand for something bigger and greater. And listen, let me just say this. If you, if God has been putting on your heart to do something additional to, to your work and, and you know that in your work right now, like nobody around you would even know that you're a Jesus follower. Well then, you know, respond to that in faith, pray about it and, and, and be bold for the kingdom in, in the place that you are. I, there are some of you I know that are saying right now, Greg, I, I just feel like there's something God wants me to do here and, and you're just not doing it. And, and please, please respond to the Holy Spirit's prompting on that and, and the, and the, and the power that God is going to, you know, it's going to be God doing the work, not you anyway. So respond to that. Absolutely. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is those of you who, who do stand firm for the faith of the gospel, no matter where you're at, but you're thinking right now, is this really making any kind of kingdom impact? We may never know on this side of heaven really what kind of kingdom impact we've made, but I truly believe if you're doing it with a heart of Jesus, you're truly serving and loving with the heart of Jesus, you are making an impact on somebody around you. So I want to, again, just encourage you today to, to keep going, stay strong, spend time in prayer. Even reach out to me if you need to reach out to me and, 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 and I, you know, you can go to our outpost 127 Facebook page. That's the best way to reach out to me and just say, Greg, I need prayer or I, I need some additional encouragement from you, maybe one-on-one -on -one or cause, cause that's something else that I, that I do is I try to encourage, um, couples or, or individuals, or, you know, I just, that's kind of who I am is to encourage you and, and to pour into you 
Because here's the, the reality. If we all begin to crumble, if we all begin to fall by the wayside, if we all begin to say, you know, I'm not making any kind of a difference, then at the end of the day, the enemy has won. And the way I believe truly that the church is going to make a massive difference in the world is by being the church, not by going to church. And it starts by being the church where we are at any given moment, whether it's with our families and our homes, or whether it's there in our workplaces or in our schools, or no matter where you're at, you have an opportunity to be the church, to live out your Matthew 28 calling and <laughs> to give glory to God by making a huge impact in the world. And I'm going to pray over you right now. And Father, I just want to ask right now that those that are listening and those that are discouraged and those that feel like a misfit and those that feel uh, lonely and those that feel like they're about to give up, that Lord Jesus, you will give them the strength that they need right this minute to continue on, to take the next step forward. Father, we work every day in the unknown. We don't know what lies in front of us. We don't. We can read books that tell us, oh, you know, we can have the strength and the power and, 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 you know, to know your purpose and all those kinds of, we can, we can read all of that and we can hear all of that. But the reality is father God, that you are the only one that knows what lies ahead of us today, tomorrow, and the next day, if there even is a next day. And so father, we just simply walk in faith, but we walk alongside you in, in harmony with you, recognizing the fact that nothing we do is by our own power but it's by your strength that you give us. We can do nothing apart from you, nothing apart from being connected to the vine. And so, Father, I pray tonight that those, are, those that are thinking about giving up and giving in will hold on and stay connected to you, the, the source, the vine. And through that, Lord Jesus, you will begin to work and build in them to show them new ways to love and to serve the kingdom work no matter where they are. And then, Father, we will just take a step in faith and take a step in boldness, even if it's a tiny step at first. But we will take steps to proclaim that you are God, you are Lord, and you have risen. And you're still among us today and you're still working. Father, give us the passion, the energy, the strength, and the direction to continue to carry out our Matthew 28 mission. And Father, when we feel weak and weary, of course, we turn to you in prayer. We come to you in prayer and we, we ask for that filling. But also, Father, we find those around us who can encourage us. And when they need encouragement, we're there for them as well. Thank you, Father God, for allowing me this opportunity tonight just to come and talk to whoever may need to hear this today and to pray over them. Father, we love you. We praise you. And Jesus, in your name tonight, we pray all of these things, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing me the opportunity to pray over you. Um, again, um, be, be strong, be encouraged, and know that, that we exist to keep you standing firm side by side for the faith of the gospel. God bless.